KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll, how you doing? Lunchtime for a lot of people. That's okay. You can take us with, us, uh, take us with you on iHeartRadio if you want to do that. That'd be cool. If you're uh, just going somewhere to grab a quick sandwich or whatever, uh, drop by Burbank and bring something up. We're pretty hungry. Meantime, uh, we'll get you up to date on what's going on. Uh, these are some of the big stories that are trending. And uh, we'll start with this one. The House Republicans have, not surprisingly, voted to block the president's immigration executive actions. Didn't see that coming. No. House Republicans voted Wednesday to freeze a program that allows illegal immigrants who came to the U.S. as children to apply for work permits. But 26 House Republicans who represent districts with large Hispanic populations voted against the amendment, along with every single Democrat. Another stellar reporter there. I don't like what they on drugs. I don't like what the I don't like what the president does with executive actions. I really don't. I think immigration is too important, and we need a, we need an agreement. We need. A plan. We don't need to try to piecemeal it. But if I'm a Republican, is this the one thing you might say, I'm not going to vote against children who were brought to this country, you know, like you're two years old? Wouldn't they be the first people you might be forgiving of if you were going to give anybody any kind of amnesty? Yeah, but it's not about them. It's about Obama wants it. So right, so he if Obama can't wants it, it, he can't have it. But, but you got to, you know, at some point, if you want a Republican in the White House... You gotta seem like you have maybe an ounce of compassion. I just, I, I just don't know. Yeah, th- that's what's... block some of the other executive actions about people that the, the president brought in late last year about delaying the deportation of people who are never going to be delayed, deported anyway. Probably. I mean, uh, I, I might just roll my eyes if I'm a Republican and say that doesn't really do anything in the long run and uh, move on from there. But I don't know. You don't want to paint yourself into the corner as just completely mean spirited. Yeah, it just comes off to me as is that you're you're appealing to specifically to a specific base, uh, part of your base that isn't going to make a difference if it's just them voting. I mean, really, is anyone honestly, philosophically against the idea that someone who has lived here since they were two years old, they're now 18 or 19, and they're in the middle of a college education, they've already graduated from college, and really you think that those are the first people you should deport? And since we're realistically not going to deport 12 million people, it's never going to happen, who would be the first ones you'd let stay? Yeah, that's what I mean. They're, they're targeting be, too specifically to yeah. a certain base that does feel that way. Well, that's got to be no one I know. I mean, because you're just not being realistic if you think you're going to deport everybody. And if you're not going to report deport everybody, then somebody's got to stay. This would be probably the first group of people you'd consider should get to stay. They've grown up in this country. They're, for all intents and purposes, American. It's not. They didn't make a decision. So if uh, eh, yeah, know. this also comes off to me as as Boehner trying to pull back a little bit, trying to get some of the Republican conservatives on his side, because he sounded pretty vehement in his statements. I would, however, stop three year olds at the border and eight year olds that are walking across and nine year. I, I would still do that, but if you're going to deal with people who are already here and have been here for years, anyway, I, I don't understand their logic there, politically speaking. Uh, gender neut- the gender neutral single stall restroom is now required in West Hollywood. You may not think the restroom is a very complicated space, but for people like Drian Juarez, who is a transgender woman, it's not only complicated, it can also be dangerous. Bathrooms were always a very scary place for me. It was a place where I got beaten up by other boys at school. Uh, It's a place where I've been made fun of by other women when I'm using the restroom. They have 60 days to comply if you're a business or public facility. Replacing existing signs with signs that indicate there is gender neutral. Am I the only one who's already been doing this everywhere I go? Girl. 
Going into the ladies? Not so much yeah, the well, ladies everywhere, but I mean, if I see just two bathrooms in a smaller place, let's call it a Starbucks. Oh, if there's and a there's single a, stall, I, yeah. I really don't care. Saying, I don't care. No respect for that. Which I think this is what this is. Go to any sporting event, and this is what you're going to see anyways, because the women's line is always too long. But you know what would be smarter? If they also put... I remember the first time it ever happened to me. I was so, I'm standing at the urinal, and I was at a concert, and three women walked in. Yep. Hi, guys. And they went into the stall, because the lineup is ten times longer for the... Right? At the Hollywood Bowl. At, at least you've and seen them go into around, the stall. You turn around and pee on the guy... One time I was on a boat, and it was it was actually at a company boat, like a summer boat cruise thing, and we're all waiting in line, and they nobody was respecting male and female. They were all just single toilet booths. There was about six of them in a row on this boat, and uh, waited in line. Then my turn comes, and out of the men's designated men's room comes a very attractive young woman, and I nodded hello, and she said hello, and I went in, and I closed the door, and I, and I looked around, and I realized there's nothing in here except the urinal. Yeah. There's, there's just a urinal. Yeah, I've seen women come into the bathroom and use the urinal in front of everybody, straddling the front as, of it. As soon as I was done, yep. I went straight out. She was on the dance floor. I said, I got to ask. <laughs> I got to ask. How did you go to the, the bathroom on a urinal? She said, it was not easy. Straddle. Especially on a moving boat. <laughs> felt weird. It was weird. Well, did she straddle, or did, did you bend and, and okay. back up? Do we, or? do we need to know? Yeah, well, was it one of the floor models, or was it the raised? She girl? never made it clear. But do you think, Brian, it's only single-use, single-person? I, I do believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also, though, what they're not doing yet, Because I don't want should. a woman next to me in the next booth. No, they're not going to do that. I've been taught better no. than that. I don't want to fart in front of a woman. I don't want. I don't even like it when a guy comes and sits to next to me. I do that next to a guy. <laughs> yeah, like show some respect. If I'm in there and you see my feet, get out. I don't care. That extra room, that little extra stall, that is not to be used when someone else is in there. Putin. There you go. A NASCAR driver says his ex-girlfriend who accused him of abuse is a trained assassin. NASCAR star Kurt Busch claiming his ex-girlfriend is a trained assassin in court over Patricia Driscoll's request for a restraining order. Bush says she travels the world on covert missions to kill people. Driscoll calls the claim absolutely, quote, ludicrous. I'd buy it. You think it's true? Yeah, I have nothing to say about that. Of course, that's possible. You know, she even returned home once from a trip uh, in a blood-splattered gown. Kind of trained assassin comes all the way back in a gown that still has blood on it. <laughs> Not a very good trained assassin. <laughs> you got to kind of change your clothes before you board an airplane. What is wrong? How many accidents has this guy been in? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You think there might be some head head trauma going on there? I think there? there might be a lot of head trauma going on there. Although I've dated a few women, I was fairly sure they were trained assassins. There was something going on with them. Have you ever had your ass almost kicked by a girl or a woman when you were younger or even, let's say, older? Not not in, say, 2015. But it's not good. <laughs> not in the last two weeks. <laughs> it's my New Year's resolution to stop getting beat up by women. The mayor of New York and rabbis uh, have sat down and they're this close to a circumcision rule. Bill de Blasio proved himself when he served in the city council and represented Borough Park for eight. The first one in politics to come to our defense on the issue of Matsitsa Vepe. And he's the only candidate that recommitted himself now to guarantee that we as Orthodox Jews can practice the mitzvah of Brismila without compromise. Anybody want to describe what that is? 
Call it a banana if you want to. It's the slice of life. I'm not touching it. I had to check when I heard this story last year because uh, doctors discovered a lesion on this little boy's penis. He'd been brought in for help. And they learned that during the circumcision ceremony, the, the what do they call the guy who does the... A butcher? It's a bris. What do they call it? Yeah, uh, it's usually a rabbi, yeah, but there's a, a rabbi. Name. Moy, I can't think of the it. Moyle? Moyle? Yeah, yeah. Moyle. You got it. Right. You got it. Samurai You were ninja? raised Jewish, Brian. You should moyle right away. You should have had that. Anyway, that some in the Orthodox community perform another part of the ceremony where the circumciser uses his mouth to ex- suck the blood away. Ah! Afterwards. Listen, the bad thing about this, and it's only the bad thing, is that you've got a lot of people standing around looking at you. Yes, that's the bad thing. I mean, thing. you're having a party while you're, you know. Getting the herpes on your penis. That's not the bad thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember this. Apparently, a lot I would not either. Do. I'd shut it out. The mayor says, could we at least have a, a, a piece of paper signed by the parents that they consent to this? Because a lot of times, some of the parents were a little surprised by it, I guess, and didn't one kid get uh, herpes, a herpes infection? And uh, I, I'd love to see what's on that paper that they that they signed and agreed to. Well, you know, if you understand it and that's what you want to do for your child, I guess it's one thing. But, uh, yeah, you shouldn't be taken by surprise. But what did you just do there? What just happened? Hang on. Wow. Buffalo Schools spent almost $3 million on this. We'll tell you what it is coming up. First, Crozier, what are you working on? Welcome to the home of the hillbilly. Yeah. KFIM 640, Bill Carroll. Okay, we're going to continue with some of our news stories, but don't forget to go to our webpage every day, KFIAM640.com. Miley Cyrus has outdone herself. This time she's in a bath, full frontal nudity, <sighs> out there on the Internet, full frontal nudity. Where did Todd just go? He's gone. No, I... <laughs> He's online right you away. You find that attractive. I've already seen I, I follow her on Instagram. You <laughs> She's a, do do you, I really do. <laughs> what? I, you've, already, you've already had the pleasure of I have seen photos. it, yeah. I, I don't know why I follow her on Instagram, but I do. I don't know why you consider yourself heterosexual. I, I am heterosexual. She's a little boyish with the haircut. With the hair is a little, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. in great shape. Yes, yeah, she is. all of it. She's she in is, good shape. Yeah. You know, some guys might say she's a little on the thin side, but it's the boyish hair and the disproportionately large head. Yes. Kind of looks like a bobblehead naked doll. No? Just a little? Yeah. She's Still, like- though, I had to check two or three times to be sure that I wasn't attracted to her. I, I did have to look. She's yeah. also a little young. But anyway, uh, see what everyone is talking about at KFIM640.com on the Bill Carroll page right now. Or go to our Line page, get the Line app, over 5,000 friends now. Get the Line app and see the pictures of some of the great parents. There are photographs that define these people as parents. The one I didn't mention that I really like is the guy has a teenage daughter, and she's griping in social media about her period cramps. And she took a photo of what he left on her bed. He left a note that said, uh, I'm sorry that your uterus is pulsating. I hope you feel better. And then he left her some Reese's peanut butter cups. That's a cool dad. That's a little – that's a cool dad? If I – written a note to her. I might have mentioned some of the language she was using in social media, but see for yourself on the Line app. And then we're challenging in the next couple of days, if you can send us a photo that shows that you're a cool parent, then you can leave it on the Line app and we'll take a look and talk about some of those. All right, let's get back to the stories that are trending at lunch hour. Buffalo Schools, that's New York, you know where they had that like 20 feet of snow? They're spending $2.7 million on plastic surgery, according to a report. This local plastic surgeon has made millions of dollars. So it's busy. 
Yes. Treating teachers and other employees of the Buffalo School District, it's a pricey perk. Free cosmetic coverage is part of their insurance, and it's one what? that costs the district a lot of money. The focus should be on academics. Their uh, medical plan covers plastic surgery, and all these teachers are lining up to get it. They're too big, and they look stupid. Okay, raise your hand if you've ever been in Buffalo, New York. I'm the only one. Crozier, I can't see through the nope. glass here. Yeah, I'm the only one. Believe me, you live in Buffalo, New York. You, everyone deserves plastic surgery. Deserves it? It's the least you can do for yourself. I mean, could they just start out with a tanning booth, maybe? I mean, I know these people are pale, but... Yeah, you might look on. better, but you still live in Buffalo, New York. You know, the funny thing is, is that, yeah, this is a dramatic decline from previous years of the money going to cosmetic costs. In hmm. 2009, it was $9 million. Florida teenager is being booked by a police officer and... Helped save his life. You can see in the surveillance video, Officer Franklin Folks filing paperwork on Jamal Rutledge. Folks suddenly collapses, grabbing his chest. Rutledge gets up from his chair, his hands cuffed behind him, and begins kicking the security door to alert other officers. Fort Lauderdale Police released a statement saying Rutledge's quick thinking was largely responsible for Folks surviving the incident. The teen will be honored at a ceremony next week. When I first heard that story, I thought he was kicking the cop on the ground, you know, trying to, like, just get his, his heart going again. Because his hands are handcuffed. You put your, like, foot on his chest and you start pumping, and I would, like, you're inflating a bike tire. I wonder how much longer after the guy was revived that they just opened the door and let the kid go. Little party just looking at the door going, I'm getting out of here. I mean, time served. He's got to get something. No? Well, that's Accommodation. Like, you know, maybe the... Yeah, maybe. On the other hand, you know, it's not like he was going to escape. So what else are you going to do? For a change, the piece of paper that he gets from the state is a good one. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, guys. What we're going to do next is tell you about the CNN anchor who was fired for daring to do this. She reproduced. We'll talk about that coming up. KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. We're going to have a lawyer join us in a couple of minutes here to talk about It's a labor lawyer, obviously. Employment lawyer. And uh, labor lawyer sound, makes sound like she works for a union. But an employment lawyer. And she's going to explain to us in California if this can happen. What are the laws? You want to take time off because you're pregnant. Well, presumably time off while you're pregnant. But you've just given birth. Maternity leave is what we're talking about here. How can I not know what that's called? Maternity leave. Uh, anyway, here's the deal. Here's why we're we're thinking about it. A CNN anchor has been fired while on maternity leave, and apparently, women who work at CNN are not happy about it. Not at all, because I don't. It's kind of like in sports, you know. There's this unwritten rule that if a player gets injured playing the game, when they're healthy again, you put them back in, even if their replacement got red hot and is doing really well. And sometimes teams don't follow that sport. It's a little bit different from sport to sport. But I can tell you, it's bad for team morale. And players stop taking chances if they think they get hurt, they're going to lose their jobs. So that's why you kind of, it's good long-term thinking to at least give the player when they come back an opportunity to show that they deserve to keep their job. And the same is true of women, right? you got a workplace. And women are suddenly afraid that if they get pregnant, they're going to lose their jobs. That is not good for morale. You might lo lose good employees who would rather go work somewhere else. Some bosses may not care. Like, I don't care. If you're going to, going to 
get pregnant and have kids. I don't want you working here anyway. And I could tell you, I um, haven't worked there. And haven't, if I go back a decade to when laws changed, I was living in Canada at the time when they decided to give women. Are you, are you ready for this? If you don't know this, this will probably shock you. One year of maternity leave. It was actually, look at Crozier's face. It was actually parental leave, so the uh, father and mother could split that up any way they wanted. Oh, my God. So the woman could take, like, three months. The guy could take nine. I mean, you could just do that. That's that's the law. And I'll tell you the downside. I mean, that sounds great for moms. If you're a mom, like, oh, I'd like to. And you, you had to have their job waiting for them when they got back. By law, you had to give them their wow. job back. But, of course, corporations found a way around that, and suddenly your salary's the same, but you're the new janitor. Well, but I was the anchor uh, of the afternoon news because I was news director at the time. And uh, not that we ever did that. But you know what the downside for women was? It made you really reluctant to hire women when they were in their fertile years. It just did. You're thinking, okay, so I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into training this person, and then uh, they're going to just vanish for a year? I mean, and you can't, you're not technically allowed to replace them, right? So I've got to go hire someone who's willing to do that job for a year, but then be unemployed afterwards? It's not impossible to find someone like that, but to find somebody decent like that is really tough. And if you did get somebody decent and they're doing a great job, maybe even a better job than the woman who left, now where are you? I mean, it's just complicated. So a lot of times you couldn't legally not hire some woman because she's childbearing age, but you could find reasons not to. I just didn't like her sound. I don't like what she sounded on the air. I didn't like her news writing. No, I liked her sound. I liked her news writing. I didn't like her news judgment. I just don't like the way she lined up her newscast. And so, you know, you'd just be, mm, I'm going to hire this woman who's, she already has three children and the oldest one is five. She's probably not having another one. You couldn't ask either. That's the thing. In a job interview, you couldn't ask. So at CNN, women who work there, they're, are, they're furious about this. CNN, meantime, is just trying to dodge the issue entirely. Apparently, they've been considering switching her off the show she was on. This anchor's name is Kate Bouldouin. Bouldouin? I don't know how you say her name. I don't even remember her. Sort of, I recognize her face, but I don't watch as much CNN as I used to. It gets on my nerves. Anyway, uh, remember they did those promos, though? I, I saw this this morning. They're saying she didn't have good chemistry with her co-anchors. Meantime, this is how they were promoting her. We know our friends. We know each other's friends, family. She's met the kids. They didn't hurt her. You know, we do all the things that you guys do, but it's unusual in television. It's been like a blessing. It's nice to not actually have to fake it that you actually enjoy being around someone. I like this. Nice to actually fake it. We like each other. We love each other. Just don't get pregnant because then you might lose your job. So what is the uh, what's California law say on the issue of pregnancy and losing your job while you're gone? Jesse Kohler is an employment attorney at Panish Shea and Boyle, PSBLaw.com. Hey, Jesse, I haven't talked to you in a while. Good to have you back. Thanks, Bill. Nice to be here. So uh, you're a woman in California and you get pregnant. Now the baby comes along. How much time are you entitled to off? It depends on how large your employer is, but if you have a larger employer, 50 or more employees, and you've worked there for more than a year, um, you are entitled to the time off that you're disabled by pregnancy, up to four months. Typically, you're disabled for about six to eight weeks. And then in addition to that, under California law with a larger employer, you can get an additional 12 weeks of baby bonding time. So arguably in California, if you're disabled for four months, you get that plus three months. Um, but typically, a woman gets about 20 weeks of uh, protected time off in California if she works for a larger employer. 
Right. But how does that work in reality in a in a state where, as I understand it, you're an at-will employee. You can pretty much be fired at any time. The employer decides they don't want you. They can just they can pretty much get rid of you. Uh, and uh, why can't I fire someone when they're on maternity leave? Don't, doesn't it just mean I have to pay them up until those weeks are covered? No, it, it's illegal in California to fire someone because they take maternity leave. Um, when you go on pregnancy disability leave, you are entitled to come back to the same job position. There are some exceptions, however. If the person would have been fired even if not having taken the maternity leave, for example, there's a layoff situation, you can't terminate that person. But the circumstances that I see come up the most are times when someone goes on leave and the employer decides they like the temporary employee better or they redistribute the job duties and they find they don't need the employee. Those are the circumstances where people have gotten fired and the employer has been found liable for a wrongful termination in those cases. So uh, all of your colleagues could technically be laid off while you're gone, but your job is there. But, but can't I then fire you the minute you come back? So a layoff would be an, ex- would be an exception to the law. So if if the situation is such that the employer can prove, and the employer does have the burden in these cases, can prove that they would have fired you anyway, even if you hadn't taken the leave, then they would be protected. But again, okay. it's a hard burden to meet. Yeah, it would be. Um, and so what's the general practice? Forget about the law. Do you see a lot of cases, people come to you and say, I was on maternity leave and they replaced me while I was gone. And I came back and you know I was there for two weeks or whatever, and then they let me go. Do you, you actually see companies finding a way to work around this? You do. One of the most common examples is one of the ones I gave where someone um, – I actually I get calls from the employer side as well and people saying, hey, we we have someone on maternity leave, but we like her replacement better. Can right. we let her go? And the advice is always no. You, you can't do that. No, you can bring the employee back. You can, if she has performance problems, obviously document those and then terminate her at a later time, but you really can't do it while she's pregnant. Um some of the more common issues are women who call and say, I'm about to go on maternity leave, and all of a sudden I'm having issues with my boss or people are pointing out performance issues that I never had before. So they feel they're being set up. Exactly. And how do you tell them to protect themselves? Well, if they've already made the request for for maternity leave and they are um, – they are generally protected, but it, it creates major issues for women. Obviously, emotionally, it can, can cause a lot of turmoil. And so there are women who actually just end up leaving their jobs because they just don't want the stress of, of feeling like their job's in jeopardy while they're pregnant. Yeah. But what does all that mean in an at-will state when it comes to employment? Maybe we should define at-will and because, you know, obviously – there wouldn't be employment lawyers if it was just as simple as, I don't like the look of your face, you're fired, walk out the door, no severance pay. Right. Well, at will is the general principle in California that an employer can terminate an employee with or without notice and with or without cause at any time. And that's the presumption in California, unless you have a contract to the contrary. However, an employer can never terminate an employee for an illegal reason like because they're pregnant or their race or their sexual orientation, religion, et cetera. So you have to so, be in a protected class in a sense. Right. So if you're not in a protected class um, or you haven't made, for example, some type of complaint, that would be protected. Um, for example, if you complained about not being paid fairly, they couldn't fire you for that either. But if you aren't in a protected class and you haven't engaged in some kind of protected activity, then your employer can terminate you for any reason. 
Does a dad get any bonding time in California? Again, if the if the employer is one of the larger employers, 50 or more, and the person has worked there for a year, then a man is entitled to the same 12 weeks of baby bonding time that a woman is. Um, but one important thing to note, though, is in California and the rest of the United States, um, there is no mandatory paid family time, family leave time, right. unlike the rest of the, uh, the world. Um, there are some provisions in California where you can get up to six weeks of pay at 55% of your pay, but that's one of the reasons you don't see many men taking extended uh, paternity leaves in California. In your experience, Jesse, why would an employer do what CNN may have done? Why, why would you fire someone on maternity leave when they're not around anyway, you're not paying them, you can, you've got the replacement in place, why wouldn't you just wait till they get back? You know, I'm not. I'm not certain if there were some issues with. You know, I've read the articles. Um, some issues with the rating that they might have been looking for her replacement anyway. Um, but from my point of view, it was a very bad PR move. Yeah, it um, doesn't. Uh... You, you would think they would bring her back, and at least transition her at a later time if that's what they wanted to do. Can you in California give someone not the exact job but a similar job? You know, it's the same level, same basic pay. Well, under the pregnancy disability leave law, it's supposed to be the same job. Um, now, what that means, typically the same seniority, the same pay, the same hours. So you can modify it somewhat, um, but you can't, for example, take them from a desk job and put them into a manual job. Right. You, you can't be uh, the assistant senior to the senior vice president and suddenly you're cleaning toilets. Right. It should be the same job title, same comparable position. Although if they paid me the same money, I'd wait it out a long time, man. I'd clean a lot of toilets before I let them let me go. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Jesse Kohler, employment attorney, Panache and Boyle, PSBLaw.com. Coming up next, imagine that the last text you made before you died was what they put on your tombstone. What would that be like? This is one of those viral stories today, and uh, I thought, that's kind of stupid. And then we got fascinated by it. I went back and looked at my last text and thought, ooh, that actually is kind of appropriate. Or not. So... Check your last text, and we'll tell you about this coming up here in a couple of minutes. First, how would you like to be remembered? What if your last text was what they put on your tombstone? KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. Don't forget to go to the Line app today. Okay, we got those great pictures of parents doing really cool stuff. And I see a lot of you have already been there, but then no one's posted a picture to prove that they're a cool parent yet. So you can do that. We're going to be checking for the next couple of days on that one. That's the Line app. You get it at the App Store. And then your friend does and blah, blah, blah. Or you can go to KFIAM640.com and see a naked picture of Miley Cyrus. I wonder where they'll go first. I just don't know. <laughs> she's gone full frontal now. Is there kind anything of. there? Yeah, she's actually. Uh, well, I, it depends. I'm not uh, asking you, Todd. Upper or lower? There's, <laughs> I mean, uh, a little well. bit. I think she's. You think she's what, Todd? I think the upper is cute and fits her, and that's weird. (laughs) She's sometimes she does look like a little. I agree, Todd. I'm with you on that, brother. I'm not. Thank you, buddy. Can we not even bring this up? Okay, so uh, some online article, the online dish with Maggie, is where Brian got this. But you want to be honest, you actually stole it from a morning. Yeah, Valentine. Yeah, you weren't listening to Handle. Oh, no. I was oh, driving and listening. Yeah. Oh, Dude, snap. I stay all until this time, and you don't listen to Handel. I listen to good. everybody. That's okay. good. I gathered a bunch of people in the room. You heard Michelle Cube there. Mo Kelly is here. Hello. And Crozier and Elizabeth Espinosa just walked in. We'll get her to Woo! do it as well. 
So the premise was, I don't know why, but it turned out to be, I thought it was stupid. But then I checked my last text and I thought, this is actually kind of funny. The premise is, what if the last text you sent before you went to bed was, and presumably you die in your sleep because now you're a dead guy and there's a tombstone. And they're going to take that last text and they're going to put it on your tombstone. <laughs> what would it say? And so now you'd be writing much more profound things, wouldn't you, every night before you went to bed? Yes. Yeah. Something really profound. So we uh, we asked everybody to go check their texts. Brian, start with you. What did, What was your last text before you went to bed? I don't care. I'm in hell. <laughs> and that's really true. I made him show me that. Like, that's great on your tombstone. Wow. Let me see. It's really there. And Todd, what about you? Mine was OMG Miley. I think I'm going to need to take tomorrow off to really appreciate this. You made that one up, Todd. I did. I don't have I, I don't have an interesting one. Uh, the la- I think the last thing I did, and it wasn't even last night. I went to my dad. I, I said, I think the Seahawks are going to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Well, that's not bad. But, but to have on your tombstone. <laughs> Forever. So no, but given the life you've lived, that's actually better than you could expect. <laughs> Mo Kelly? Actually, mine is not all that spectacular. I just said goodnight to my fiance. Just goodnight. Oh, oh he's night. in oh, love. That's, nice. that's a good one to have. Yeah, that that's is. kind of eerie yeah, on a tombstone. It is. On a tombstone, it's good kind night. of fitting. It is. Rozier? Mine actually, and this is the truth, was uh, then we must make it so. Shakespeare. Nice, I like. Nice. Very poetic. Chris Little in on this. Do you have your phone with you, Chris? I know we didn't I warn you about this. I do not have time. my phone with oh, me, okay. but uh you remember I, what your last text might have been? I Robin don't. Crozier's got to go. It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> the news director. It's the first text, not the last. His last text was uh, so again, how much for the full package? Oh. How about yours, Elizabeth? Uh, you know, mine is funny. I was like, what did I say? And, and uh so my my BFF had sent me a note, and I wrote, tomorrow's that event in Hollywood that I RSVP'd us for. Can you make it? Question mark. That's what's going to be on my, on my tombstone. Actually, that defines you pretty well. I was going to say, that's, that's, about, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Oh, Mine was thanks. to my brother who asked me if I saw the Leafs-Kings game. And so my last words on my tombstone would be, that was brutal. <laughs> oh, you win. Carol wins. You win. That's, you win. that's the entire reason we're doing this segment, so you could end with that. <laughs> Sum up his life. I had a pretty that good one. And mine was to my husband, who was in the other room that I was texting last night. And all I said was, don't mess with Charlie. Oh, that defines you too. Nobody wants to mess with Michelle. Well, that's a close second. I don't know. Even Handel's afraid of Michelle (laughs) too. Coming up at Thompson Espinosa. Oh my God! Speaking of Charlie Hebdo, we're gonna you know definitely speak about the magazine how it sold out. There's a great mural in town. I'll tell you where. And of course, Tech Talk. We're gonna talk Techie Talk. Uh, 4K TVs. uh, Tech uh, Tech firms teaming up uh, with Hollywood. Uh, You know this. We love him. The uh, tech guru father. Balliser loves anything that's a, cu- a cord-cutting story. So we're going to talk about technology without any cords. Well, my last text and tombstone have inspired me. I have a new show out. How to end the show every day. I'm Bill Carroll. KFI AM 640. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>